Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. BlogTalkRadio.com. Word of Life is based on John 10.10, where Jesus said, I am come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. We're your co-hosts here. I am Renetta, coming to you from Gladwin, and my co-host Ella is here, coming to you from Kalamazoo, Michigan. We would like for you to contact us by emailing your comments, prayer requests, or questions to WordAlive612 at gmail.com. And that's a capital W. You can also contact us by following us on Twitter at Word Alive Now. You can listen to us 24-7 here at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Word Alive. All of our archives are available on demand or by downloading our podcast, Word Alive, at uh, iTunes and on your Android phone by downloading the uh, Blog Talk Radio app and listening to Word Alive on your phone. We're so glad that each and every one of you were able to join us tonight. We invite you to call a friend and have them to tune in and listen to the message as well, listen to the broadcast as well. Um, Word Alive is on each Saturday night at 11 p.m. You can call in and participate live by dialing 646 3780538 and if you are online listening uh scroll down to the bottom and join us in the chat room god bless and enjoy well hello today is uh June the 13th 2015 we're so glad to be able to join you to have you join us again uh for word alive here on Black Talk Radio uh, I have my co. My name is Renetta, one of the co-hosts here at Word Alive, and my co-host is here with me, Ella. Um, how are you, Ella? I'm blessed. Good to be here, girl. Amen. Praise God for the, the waiting for the word. Amen. Amen. Let's get into it. I I hear uh like a. Can you hear somebody talking in the background? Just a minute. Yeah, I'll take care of it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes, God. Okay, well, we're going to dive right in. Uh, 
We're going to uh, wrap up the conclusion of Friend of the Bridegroom. And so we've uh, talked about it over some time now, given some weeks, because some weeks we didn't broadcast. But we're going to try to bring it together tonight. Um, We've been talking about uh, the importance of, well, when we started out, out, uh, just a quick review, talking about being a friend of the bridegroom, we were coming from the main scripture was St. John chapter 3, verse 29. So let me just go there right quick and read that right quick just to remind us. He that has the bride is the bridegroom. But the friend of the bridegroom, which standeth and heareth him, rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. This, my joy, therefore, is fulfilled. And just real brief, I'm going to just go through this real brief because it's too much to try to really explain what he's talking about. But if you can imagine um, the best man standing at the altar with the bridegroom, and waiting for, they're standing there waiting for the bride to make her entrance. And he's standing there, and his attention is toward the bridegroom. He's there because he's the best man, so he's there for whatever the bridegroom will have need of. And also, anything the bridegroom has to say, he's very attentive to make sure he's hearing whatever the bridegroom has to say. He's not concerned about none of the other conversations that's going on. You know, in the room while people are waiting for the bride to enter, he's not worried about, you know, what other people are wearing or nothing that's going on. His focus and his attention is on the bridegroom because he don't want to miss it. If the bridegroom wants him to help him with anything and he don't want to miss it if the bridegroom has something important to share or maybe a secret that he want to share with him or something that, you know, is so important about that day and he want to share it with somebody. When he's standing right there with him, he's going to share it with him because the bridegroom shares his secrets with his friend. Remember uh-huh. that. So, okay. So that was back in the first part. So if if you haven't heard the rest of them, actually, you're going to do better just going through the, our archives and listening to the other ones. This is the fourth one. And actually, before the first one, we did uh, a word from the Lord that was given by uh, Reverend Harry Jackson, which is very, very, very good. While she is uh, getting our equipment properly functioning, I think about the bridegroom. When the when the groom bride, the friend of the bridegroom, when the the uh, 
bridegroom is nervous and shaky and and to just imagining the the conversation. Is my collar right? Uh, am I looking all right? Uh, where's the ring? Just things that he's so afraid he's going to mess up or miss something. Or just the fact of it's like the Holy Ghost is the friend of the bridegroom. And uh, he makes sure that everything that the bridegroom wants to have carried out, that he is definitely to see that everything goes out, comes out just like he wants it. Let's see, I think we're having those technical difficulties here. Pardon me a minute while I uh, go online and uh, make sure that we are all on the same page. Well, I don't know what your weather is. I'm in Kalamazoo, and we are having a downpouring thunderstorm, but it's warm. So very humid. See if I can pull up Sister Renetta on another line here. This is really an awesome ministry here. Maybe I'm off, but she's not hearing me. If anybody out there is hearing me, give give me a call. Just call in. Let me give you a number. 646-378-0538. Just call in, and Sister Renetta will see your your hand in the queue and let us know if we have been disconnected. We're having a bad storm and I hope it hasn't uh, interfered with our reception. And if it is, would someone please help us by calling into the queue? That number again is 
Hello. Hello. Hi, Ella. I am Hi. so sorry. I got this. I got disconnected and I couldn't get back in with my computer, so I had to call in on my phone, my house phone. Oh. Okay. Well, I was talking to the radio audience and I asked <laughs> them to give you a call. <laughs> Well, praise oh, wow. God. <laughs> well, praise God. I am so I apologize for that. I, I I looked up and I had it said that my battery was low, and so I I had to go down on the floor and plug in my computer. And then I got back up, my my number was gone. I'm like, I'm not on. I said, Hello, Ella. You didn't say now. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm not on. So okay. Oh. I apologize, audience, but we're going to continue. We're going to get through here in the name of Jesus. <laughs> and so I know I had just said uh, it's okay to have repeti- repetition when you're worshiping God. And let me see. Um, all right. Uh, okay, where am I at? And, you know, throughout your day, just find times to worship God. You know, a lot of times we we can't find like a great big block of time or maybe like an hour a day or two hours a day or whatever, you know, you think you need to fulfill your worshiping God. And because we can't find that block together, we just kind of toss it to the side and say, well, I really don't have time to really get into it like that, so I'm not going to be able to do it today. But find small segments of time to worship God. Like he was saying, if somebody's supposed to pick you up and they're 20 minutes late, he said they're 20 minutes. Why are you waiting for them? Worship the Lord. <laughs> he said you got to drop your kids off at school. Worship the Lord on their trip to school. <laughs> and that's a good place to worship the Lord because you probably need to. <laughs> he said you washing dishes, worship the Lord while you're washing, washing dishes. And I'm like, that is so good to give you, you know, little small times, you know, things that you have to do, but you can, while you're washing dishes, you can still set your attention and your focus on the goodness of the Lord and just begin to adore him and worship him for who he is. And uh, he said, look at this scripture. We're going to look at John 4:23, which we started at the end of uh, last week, I believe. But the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshipers, shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. So he says, look at the word spirit in that scripture. He says it's a small s. It's not saying worship him in the Holy Ghost. It's telling you to worship him in your own spirit and in truth. And uh, so we worship him from our spirit, not He's not saying worship from the flesh or worship from our mind or worship from our emotion. And I'm not saying that these don't come together when we worship the Lord because they do. But he's saying worship, let this worship come out of your spirit. And it says such as now is the time when the true worshipers. God, he said for over 2,000 years of history, God has been waiting for the true worshipers to come forth. (laughs) He said there was a time when we couldn't worship from our spirit. But now that we've been born again, 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now that our spirit is connected back to God again, we've been reconciled back with God because of what Jesus has done on our behalf. Now we can be true worshipers. Not like David, who was not born again yet. Not like Jehoshaphat, who sent the worshipers out before the army. Not like uh, Moses who wanted uh, to see God, they were not born again. They couldn't worship from their spirit. But now the time has come, the time that God has waited for, when the true worshipers can worship the Father, and we can worship him in spirit and in truth. Remember, at first he was saying, abide in the Lord, and let his word abide in you. If his word is if is abiding in you, you have the truth because the word is the truth. Glory to God. So you can worship him in truth. So we can worship him in spirit and we can worship him in truth. We can worship him in that word that we have gotten rooted and grounded in. And it has gotten rooted and grounded in us. Yeah. Glory to God. So we are what the Father have waited 2,000 years for. He's waited for a people with a nature like his. A people that's connected with him. A people that he flows through. Yes. Glory to God. He flows through us. His character flows through us. His love flows through us. Hallelujah. Now we can worship him back. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. He says, God bless Moses, Jehoshaphat, and David, but the glory they had had to move over. (laughs) It had to be done away with by the glory that we have now in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. (laughs) Woo-wee. Glory. Hallelujah. You know, it's a song out now. I love this song. It's talking about uh, the presence of God. And it says, Let us become more aware of your presence. Let us experience the glory of your goodness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I love that song because that's one of my desires. Father, wake up the children of your children, the church. Let us become more aware of your presence. Because, you know, according to the word of God, the presence of God is with us always. Amen. Always. He lives inside of us now. His presence is with his spirit is with us now. Jesus said, I have to go away. Because if I don't, it's expedient that I go away. It's for your good that I go away. 
Because when I go away, I can send back the one that can be with you. He will remind you of everything that I told you. Hallelujah. The spirit of truth is going to come and live in you. My God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm one person. But he's going to be in all of you. Thank you, Jesus. And so we have the presence of God with us. And then it says, let us experience the glory of your goodness. It's the goodness of God. It's through his goodness that we are even able to repent. We couldn't even turn to him without his goodness first, toward us first. It's the goodness of the Lord that leaded us to repentance. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My God, my God, my God. Ah, yes. What's that scripture? With love and kindness have I drawn thee. Have I drawn thee. Ah, Oof. that's his goodness. Oof. His love and his, his kindness. His love. His love toward us. Yes. And so, while we are worshiping him, he's filling us. And he says, some of you may ask, well, while, while I'm worshiping God, why, why does it feel so dry? He said, don't worry about that. He said, don't let that fret you. He's filling you. And when he fills you until you are healed, until you ah. are overflowing, Ooh. he said, that's when you experience. Experience the manifestation. <laughs> That's when you experience the manifestation when you get to the overflow. Now you're filled up, and now you're starting to overflow, and that's where he wants us to be. The scripture says, be filled with the, be not drunk with wine, but be filled with the spirit. Yeah. Be, this is an ongoing thing that we need to to have. He says when he got, he gave the, uh, I don't really have time to share his testimony, but he gave uh, an example of when he got really filled with the Spirit and he began to experience the glory of God. (laughs) What happened when he experienced it, I shared it with Ella before. (laughs) He was running from it. Whoa. (laughs) He said, but after I, now he had been ministering overseas for years without this. He said, after that happened, I experienced the glory of the Father. He said, um, "He said when I went back overseas and ministered, he said, oh, my goodness. He said, people was getting healed like crazy. People was getting healed before I prayed for them to be healed. People way back deep in the congregation beginning to jump up and shout in the middle of the service. They had already got healed. <laughs> he said, if you do much of this, if you just get filled, you get soaked, you get overflowed. He yeah. said it will impact your environment. It will impact everything <laughs> around you. It will impact your neighborhood. Oh, yes, God, yes, God. Now, you think this crazy? Listen to this. He said, just like Peter, he said people mm-hmm. was healed with his shadow passing over them. They were healed back then with hankies and aprons taken off of the apostles. He said it wasn't that. 
the shadow that healed him. It wasn't the apron that healed him. It wasn't the handkerchief. He said, that's how far out the presence of God was that they were filled with. <laughs> oh, he's so awesome. It extended he's as so far awesome. as their shadow. So when when yeah. they walked past and the shadow went over the people, they was healed by the presence of God. Amen, amen. That's how filled up they were. Yeah. And it was so, they were so filled that it, it soaked the, the presence of God even had a, a, a reach as far as the handkerchief that was on their bodies. So when someone touched the handkerchief, they was touching the presence of God. Yeah. My Lord, people, it's this is so where we must to be living. This yeah. is our destiny. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He says, it starts with the worship. It starts in the spirit. Hallelujah. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Glory to God. And, you know, I love this message so much because I've been dealing so much with this. You know, uh, I actually taught a message uh, about a month before he came about the presence of God. <laughs> then he came and taught this. You know, now let's go to uh, John four twenty three and 24. But the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. But when we worship him in spirit and in truth, it affects it affects the natural. It affects our natural first, and then it can, it can affect the natural to the extent where people who may not be spiritual know something's going on. And just to show you what he was saying was true, Second Corinthians 3 and 3 said, For as much as you are manifestly declared to be the epistle of Christ, ministered by us, written not with ink, but with the spirit of the living God, not in tables of stone, but in the fleshly tables of the heart, the fleshly, the fleshly tables of the heart, it's going to affect your flesh if you feel with the spirit. It Amen. starts with your spirit. But the overflow oh, yes. affects your mind, your will, your emotions, glory to God, and your literal body. Absolutely. Here when it says, but with the spirit of the living God, that spirit was capitalized. And this is I actually read the scripture to show you what he said was true. He's talking about worshiping him from your spirit. We are enabled to do this because the spirit of the living God is living inside of us. And we can have a profound effect on our community, on the people that we associate with, especially people that we associate with on a regular, consistent basis. I call it like a contamination. We should be contaminating people with the glory of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We are carriers of his glory. And if I'm carrying his glory, it ought to show up somewhere outside of me. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody that I'm associated with ought to know something about me. It's not just like everybody else. She's not normal because I'm not. I'm filled with the spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You are wonderful, beyond, beyond the limitations of our finite mind, 
limitations of our humanness. There is a, a different compartment in us that has to come alive, be awakened, be be born, and then flows out. It just flows. Absolutely. Flows. It flows. Absolutely. Uh, and we have to. We have to do all these things because all these things, like she said, all these things add a different component to us as well. Abiding in the Word adds something to you that is imperative that you have. I mean, abiding in the Lord. And then being in the Word and letting that Word abide in you. And if it abides in you, it lives in you. It's always there. How do you keep it always there? Stay in it. Open your mouth and speak it. Open your mouth and pray it. Open your mouth and confess it over your circumstances and situations instead of confessing your circumstances and situations. And then praying in the spirit, praying in tongues, edifying yourself, building yourself up because you still got to live in this natural body, in this natural world, and deal with all the mess that goes on down here. And so we need to be filled with the Spirit, and we need to always be worshiping and acknowledging God, because if that turns off, we can't worship God without turning your attention and your focus on Him. And sometimes with the chaos that's going on in your life, you need to get your mind off of the stuff that's going on in your life and get your mind on the goodness of the Lord. All of these add something different to you, and we need it all. And yeah. all of these is a part of us reaching destiny, reaching our purpose, fulfilling the plan of God for our lives. Hallelujah. And so as a friend of the bridegroom, we want to be doing all of these things so that we are standing at attention. Focus on the bridegroom, not missing when he turns to whisper a secret in our ear. We want to grasp that mystery that he's unfolding to us. But we can't do it if we're not standing at attention, focused on him, waiting on him. If we're waiting on something in this world, we're going to miss what he's saying. That's why we got to stay in him, stay in the word. Keep the word in us. Keep praying in the spirit. Keep worshiping and adoring our Father that positions us as a friend of the bride so we won't miss it when it's time for him to share. When he wants to share something with you, because why is he going to share it with you? Because now you're ready to receive it. He may not be ready to share it with the full body yet, because the full body is not where they need to be, but there are some that are standing with the bridegroom, ready to receive, ready to assist, ready, ready for whatever he wills. Glory to God. Father God, that's our desire for the church, to be positioned with the bridegroom as his friend, ready to hear, ready to assist, ready to be a co-laborer with him. Hallelujah. But we're in the end time. We're in the end time. And there's much to be done. Hallelujah. So keep us. Amen, amen. Keep us abiding in you, your word abiding in us, praying always in the spirit, keeping our worship continuous toward you, 
and being filled with the Spirit at all times, that we don't miss ah, it. But the God, God. wants to whisper into our spirit. You can oh. you can finish us out, Ella. Oh, blessed God Almighty, we are so grateful that you called us and that we heard the call. And we abided not just the call to, to do better, but to allow you to cause us to become the children of the living God. That we come so close that the bridegroom lets let us know all of his heart's concern. Go over there and speak to so-and-so and pray for them. So-and-so over here is, is crying out. Those things are what the bridegroom is speaking to us as friends of the bride. We are the friends of the heart of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And I pray that we have ears, fine-tune our ears to hear, because the Spirit of the Lord is the voice of the bridegroom. And tonight, mm. oh God, yes. we admonish each one of us to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Amen, amen, amen. God love you, God be with you, and God demonstrate himself through you. Mighty God. God love you. Amen. Good night, all. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.